I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X-Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X-Files today. Allison, Mm -hmm. it's about teens. Can I just say I loved this episode of Riverdale? (laughs) It was a great episode. It was a backdoor pilot of Riverdale. Yeah, I think this is how they kicked it off. And I love how they had three Jugheads involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were all a little bit juggy, weren't they? They they thought, you know what? The guy who plays them has a twin. We might as well throw in another Jughead. <laughs> Let's just have two identical white boys. And that hair, the hair, oh. Oh, I knew you'd be excited about these sweet boys. Oh. Can you, oh, the hair on everyone, no matter what the gender, as long as you were under 18, I was eating up that hairstyle. It was very good, especially Chastity, all those little bobby pins. Oh, her little hair flippies. Very 90s. The look. Oh, 90s. I want to wear that hair right now. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Okay, let's get started. Let's do the descriptiono a please. Okay, so we watched season seven, episode five, Rush. Uh, here is the description. A high school boy is accused of the violent murder of a sheriff's deputy. Mulder believes he is innocent. The agents find that someone with superhuman speed may be the culprit. <laughs> okay. This this one took us on a wild ride, I would like to believe. Yeah, it really it went some places I didn't expect. No. I do have to confess, and this is going to drive me up the wall <laughs> if I don't find out the connection. And hopefully someone out there, hopefully one of our space cadets can help us. Maybe you can help me. Um... The ambient music that they used in the X-Files, in this episode of the X-Files, mm-hmm. did you recognize it at all? No, but I did comment on it because there was a lot of just like very light flute work. Yes, it was. It was very particular and it was throughout the episode. I swear to sweet gay Jesus that it was ripped from like... A reality TV show like The Mole or The Amazing Race or how, like, all something, something. Fear Factor, maybe? Maybe Fear Factor. I know that sound. I know that music. It is very intimate. I've watched whatever TV show it is from. I could see it in in my head that that music was going to be played, like, during a tense moment in a reality TV show. How did you, I don't know which How do you know that um, the reality show didn't rip it off of the X-Files? Because I assume this was 97? Oh, I think we're... No, we're at 99. We're almost at the, the Willennium, baby. Oh, dang. Uh, maybe it would be vice versa. I just wouldn't expect a whole reality TV series like Fear Factor to kind of watch one episode of the X-Files and be like, hmm, gotta hit up those ambient noises. 
gotta get those flutes. While while uh while my contestants are eating bull testicles, gotta get gotta get it. I mean, that's the music that you need for the the bull testy <sighs> eating comp. Fear Factor was a moment in our television pop culture life that I think all of us look back and regret. Can I tell you, it's still on the air? No. No. Courtney, I think it might be hosted by Luda. Allison? (laughs) What are you talking about, Luda? (laughs) I think so. Um, I watched an episode of it because the uh, the challenge stars were on it. Some of the challenge stars, and I wanted to see how they did. Yes. Uh, You are 100% correct. Allison, Joe Rogan hosted the show from 2001 to 2006. They took a break. The world could not handle it. So they (laughs) came back. They came back in 2011, 2012. Joe Rogan still hosted it. I guess he had other things to do because Luda came back 2017 till today. 2019, my friends. Yeah. He want to lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toe and scare the fuck out of you. <laughs> he can do both. Get you a Luda who can do both. I am so, I am so pleased by this. I'm so pleased. He's Especially because I'm. You can watch it on MTV.ca. I'm gonna. Good. <laughs> Uh, because the season, the episode t- uh, titles are very beautiful, such as Leeches, Shaved Heads, and Tear Gas, Oh My. And Tall Crappuccino. <laughs> Wait, do they have to eat, like, crap? God, I hope so. Uh- <laughs> oh, well, I will watch Ludacris's Fear Factor, and I will confirm or deny whether or not that ambient music is, in fact, Fear Factor. Now, can I tell you, like, this is part of the reason that I love the challenge, because it does combine, like, having to eat gross things with doing things that you're fucking afraid of with also some, like, American Ninja Warrior type shit. <laughs> Allison, I'm sorry. I was distracted with throw- uh, uh, going through pictures of Ludacris just holding a snake. Just holding a snake. <laughs> but well, he you know. looks chill AF. Oh, fuck me. Well, you brought joy to my life. I think we can end this episode now. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly all we really need to say. <laughs> um, But seriously, if anyone knows where that ambient music came from, just at like the ones at the very, very beginning and throughout, it's not like the flute music. It's like the slight dong music. The, I'm sorry, the what? You know, the dong music. Oh, okay. <laughs> I stick by what I said. <laughs> Love a little light dong music. Uh, can you set the scene for us? Yes. Okay. We are in a dark forest. Yes. Uh, there is a no trespassing sign. We True. uh we see a bona fide good boy. <laughs> oh, so good. He is wearing a uh, denim jacket with a hoodie underneath, which is the style. Oh, oh Jughead. Mm-hmm. Part one. He uh, gets out of his car. There's some other teens there. Mm-hmm. One is a bad boy. <laughs> How do we know he's a bad boy, Allison? He's wearing a leather jacket, and his hair is a little longer, and he's got some stubble, and he, he talks real close. 
Also, his name is Max, which is the coolest name to have in the 90s. Courtney, his his full Christian given name? Oh, no. Is Max Harden. <laughs> which I can only assume is short for Maximum Harden. <laughs> oh, every time I laugh, it really hurts my back, but I don't care because <laughs> someone... Gave that sweet boy that name, and they knew what kind of boss he grew up to be. Well, <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not, or not, or or not. So this is a real coked up version of the Midnight Society, I assume. Yeah, because there you got Max Harden, you got Bonafide Good Boy Tony, and then you have Tony. a girl named uh, Chastity. <laughs> that is a interesting name to give a character. A teen girl, no less. Just in general. It's like, oh, we are, are we expecting, is this like an ironic name that you're giving her? Or are things about to take a turn for the sexual? Ooh, sexual. Well, you know, with bad boy Max Hard on, <laughs> things gonna get cray cray. <laughs> uh, so anyways, a cop pulls up and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. And Tony's like, I know, mister. And then the cop pulls out his flashlight and his whole fucking face gets caved in. And and Tony's like, I heard something weird. So he went to go investigate and he picks up just the biggest amount of jam possible. And he's like, jam in these woods? <laughs> these aren't the jam woods. <laughs> Is this what Max was hiding the entire time? These are the mayonnaise woods. That's why I came here. <laughs> I belong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cop got his fucking face bounded in. He sure did. And who should show up to investigate that? It's Mulder and Scully. You know, someone with a lot of time on their hands, I guess. It <laughs> seems like. <laughs> the, the idea that Mulder just picks these cases, like, out of thin air is mystifying to me. Yeah. Do you think it's just like, I kind of want to go to Virginia today. Let's see what weird stuff is going on. Oh, I 100% think he just has a big map that he throws darts at. Ooh, and then he looks up yeah. the local papers and he's like, here's something. What do you think his fucking timesheet is like? He has to fill that out every week. Oh, it's got to be just like, I, I hate to be the clerk that has to go over that. <laughs> so here is Mulder and he's telling Scully why they're there. There was a young man from West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong episode. <laughs> Oh, oops. But he did say that, I swear. Oh, is he from Philadelphia? I missed that. Yeah, he's from West Philadelphia. He was born and raised. Okay, on the playground, yada yada. <laughs> I wish he was, I wish Tony was as cool as the Frisch Prince. Yeah, sadly, oh, he's boy. a bit of a, bit of a milk toast, alabaster, oatmeal. <laughs> yeah that is three very white things i agree which is ironically the thing i call my husband as well oh well yeah that checks out 
the the body horror music. While we're yeah. talking about music. So Scully goes in to see the body. Mm-hmm. It is it is it has a divot. <laughs> it's got a it's like, like looks like someone took a you know, like a driving wedge and just I know golf. Just like, uh and mm. just hit a ball right <laughs> off his nose. Uh hey, Allison, name one other thing about golf. A putt. Ooh, you did it. I do a putt. <laughs> I'll do a wedge. I do a putt. I do a drive in my little cart. <laughs> I do a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. The other kind of cool thing is this man's glasses went straight through his head. Yeah, they are just dangling out the back. The mood of this episode kind of got me a little cockeyed. Okay. Because you got the kind of deep, moody teens. Yeah. The Riverdale, if you will. And then you have, like, kooky music and body horror. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, so, overall, the writing in this episode was god-awful. Oh. the And the teen acting was... Oh, a, a, oh yeah. Oh. It was a treat. There was, there was one scene in particular that, oof, mmm, <laughs> was extra zesty. Yeah. Uh, and in this episode, we also get the return of the belligerent small town sheriff. Yes, sure do. Love him. Everyone's favorite love what, character. Love what he's about. <laughs> so the thing is, Tony promised Max that he wouldn't rat out that they were trespassing. Or, you know, doing supernatural speed. And uh, so Tony's going to go to jail for the rest of his life. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. He's and um, Mulder is just convinced of this young white boy's innocence because he gets straight A's. <laughs> but so does Max. But he's bad. Yeah, he's bad because he wears a leather jacket. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. The other thing I just cannot abide by is the fact that this I don't know sixteen year old kid wouldn't rat out his friends so he didn't have to go to jail for his the rest of his life. Yeah. I literally give sixteen year old kids looks and they will rat out their best friends. Well That's here's it. the thing. Here's the thing. Tony in love with Max. <laughs> Ooh la la. It's gay now. Mmm. Yeah, but then one of them dies, so I don't really want it. Oh to be yeah, you're that right. That's gay. no good. Uh, that's okay. We'll we'll change it at the end. How about yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mulder interviews Tony. Yes. And there are two things about this scene that made me uh, cry out loud. Uh, oh no! The first one is that Mulder asked Tony what he was doing in the woods. And when Tony declines to say, Mulder says, "Mm, I know, you were cruising. No, Allison, Riverdale has taught me about cruising. That's what teen gay men do. But the way Mulder talks about it, I think that he thinks it's a straight thing. Oh, no, honey. Because he's like, I'm also from a small town. I know what it's like. I also go into the woods. I go jogging at night. I also try to find my friend Moose and convince him to come out of the closet. (laughs) It's okay, because his girlfriend Midge is dead. (laughs) So it's fine. Anyway, my dad's the sheriff. (laughs) 
crack this wide open. <laughs> oh, this is the backdoor pilot to Riverdale, and I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Tony? Tony is Moose. Is Tony right? Moose or is Tony Kevin? I think no, Tony's no. Kevin. Kevin has to be Max because Kevin's dad is a sheriff. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Midge yeah, is yeah, Chastity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> Every show is Riverdale. Every show is. It is. The other thing in this scene. Yes. Um. My- Mulder oh, no. talks about how he, or I don't know if it's in this scene or uh, another one right after, but Mulder is talking to Skelly about how, why he thinks it was a supernatural thing that that killed the sheriff. Yeah. And um, Scully's like, well, you know, these kids are teens. They're going through all the changes. And he's like, yes. exactly. Ghosts uh- love teens. <laughs> Allison, why are these two grown-ass adults blaming puberty? I know for ghosts. <laughs> Here's we the thing: ghosts fucking weird. love puberty. Oh my god! <laughs> it's true; they do. They oh, love. Oh, I it. was I was haunted as hell during puberty. Were you? Oh yeah, I had ghosts all over. They kept saying Inside? things like "You're gay." <laughs> You're like Shh, ghosts. Shut up! <laughs> now the ghosts are like, "Hey, we told you." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's it's cool. I get it. You were you were trying to help. Surprise. <laughs> it's it's weird because we went through we went through puberty, you know, at a time where we couldn't really we couldn't really conceive what was happening to us or what was going to happen to us. And yeah. I know a lot of people going through like second puberty right now uh, as an adult as a uh, as a trans male mm-hmm. and being like cognizant that you're going through second puberty is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're like, I have all these feelings and I'm angry all the time. And oh my god, is that how I felt when I was 16? <laughs> yeah, it's funny to look back on that and be like, oh, this all makes sense. <laughs> I'm real sweaty all the time. Mm, suddenly acne again. <laughs> and I wanna fuck. <laughs> So this this episode is dedicated to all our trans male fa- friends who are going through second puberty. Um, good luck, friends. <laughs> good luck with that. We, you are our heroes, and we support you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about this camera blur. Okay. So they go to, uh. Oh, they go to the sheriff's department, and the mm-hmm. sheriff's like, "Oh no, the only piece of evidence we had is gone." And so they look at the camera, and there's a camera blur. And that means only one man could be that fast. It's Sonic <laughs> with his new human legs. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh huh. So fast and so, so spry. He's got fucking thick thighs and I'm into it. Do you think new Sonic, movie Sonic is as big as a human being? Oh my God, I hope not. Do you think he's man-sized, <laughs> I mean, I feel like he has to be to stand up to, you know, Dr. Robotnik. Is, or is he chipmunk size? No. No, because he's always- have- Allison, Allison, wait. 
would you rather have one man-sized Sanic or five chipmunk-sized Sanics? How horny are they? <laughs> a lot. Uh, then five chipmunk-sized ones, they can fuck each other. <laughs> don't worry, they go real fast. I don't want to deal with one horny man-sized Sonic. That is too much. I don't want to open my door and to be able to make eye contact with a Sanic right away. No, I want to open my door and I want to find one human-sized Tails who just wants to smoke weed. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I like that. I like me like me likey. Do you think <laughs> Tails is also going to have very long legs? <laughs> oh my god. Was Tails muscular or is just a boy? He was just like a chill boy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm not down with this new Sonic. No, it's a little, it's a little uh, jarring, shall we say. <laughs> it's a, a lot. <laughs> oh, you know what we have to talk about, Courtney? What? That we learned about yesterday. What? They're making a live action Rugrats oh. movie. Uh, do 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 Rugrats watch a twenty nineteen. <laughs> That's what this podcast is about now. Fuck the X Files. We're talking about Tommy Pickles <laughs> and his little brother Dill. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> do you think they jumped? First of all, first question of our Rugrats podcast. Do you think they jumped the shark when when uh, they had Dill Dill Pickles? Oh yeah. yeah, classic jump the shark move. Just like on the Brady yeah, bunch. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, question number two. How do we feel that the Rugrats are going to be realistic CG characters on the big screen? Oh, I feel pretty bad about <laughs> it. <laughs> I feel gross from the inside out. Oh, man. But Reptar, though. Reptar will be very good. But the baby skin texture that they are going to render is going to be too much. Yeah, I feel like it's really gonna just uncanny valley the shit out of everything. They, see, I, here's the thing. And going back to the Sonic thing. They made Sonic's eyes uh, different in hopes that he wouldn't, mm -hmm. you know, scare the youth. He's more, and I go back to the chipmunk thing. He's more chipmunk-y. But these Rugrats mm -hmm. baby heads were specifically, like, malformed and the classy uh, Supo, like, animation is ugly. Right? Yeah. Why yeah. would you CG those things? I don't know. But for me, like, it's it's like um, the Pokemon movie, right? The de Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, the more human-esque a Pokemon is, the more, like, hard it is to look at. Like, Mr. Mime. <laughs> because suddenly you start realizing that all these things that, like, kind of looked like a cute design shorthand for clothing are actually their flesh it's their skin their skin mr mime yeah. has kickball shoulders yeah the one that has a lily pad hat that ain't a hat my friend <laughs> that he had that's a membrane of some kind <laughs> the lickitung mm, yeah the texture <laughs> The texture is... And look, I applaud them for what they've done. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see the Pokemon Depect Detective Pikachu movie. That will be the one movie I see in 2019. I'm very excited for, for sure. it. But are they? can they rectify their sins with God? <laughs> are 
are they, when the reckoning happens, are they going to be okay with their choices? (laughs) We won't know until we're there. (laughs) Come on, Jesus, hurry it up. Before the Rugrats movie, a police. (laughs) Please. Please. I mean, even before this whole Sonic thing, please, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be ideal. Should we talk about the X-Files? Fine. Let's talk. Oh, I know what we can talk about. Oh, boy. Uh Do I ever know what we can talk about? Let's talk about Tony and his mom. Please. I've waited for so long for this. Hey, just a quick question. Um, where is his mom from? I don't know. But I love her accent. She, again, and I know I make this comparison a lot, but she does sound like she is from a Barton Fink play. (laughs) It's like she was born and her mother, still attached to the umbilical cord, dragged her through the Midwest up into New England and down to about North Kakalaki. And she just picked up, she just picked up some vowels and some hard consonants and just threw them all together, made a beautiful macaroni salad and ate it all up. Yep. (laughs) It's an accent soup. And I hated it. (laughs) I kind of loved it, but the writing in this scene was awful. It's like they had never seen a mom or a teen before. (laughs) Ever in their lives. (laughs) So Tony, Tony gets released from the jail. Uh Because they can't hold him without that flashlight. So he goes home and he sits on his bed (laughs) and his mom comes in and they have the most wooden conversation I've ever Uh, seen in my goddamn life. If I went to jail, my parents would be either in tears or just wouldn't talk to me. Like, Like if you went to jail for murder... She's like, well, I don't know what we should do here, eh? Oh, we just we just got here. We're supposed to be a fresh start away from all those bad schools. The bad schools that I took you from. Wait, is she <laughs> supposed to be from Philadelphia? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I think they just sat her down and was like, okay, we're gonna need you to do a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania accent, you know, do whatever you can. She's like you know what state is close to Philadelphia? <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> She's from uh, Philadelphia, Wisconsin. Um, of uh, uh, But just like, and spent her summers in Lowell, Massachusetts. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Oh, God. This scene was one of those beautiful gems that the X-Files give us that was, it's so bad, we were entertained. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Oh, I loved it. But that was the only time we saw the mom ever. Yeah, she just kind of straight disappeared after that. <sighs> um, Should we go to the car- cool car scene? Yes. <laughs> this is so stupid. Why, you- why don't you go through it? Okay, so um, after Tony's mom gives him a real Midwestern talking <laughs> to uh, and tells him never to see those kids again, he hears a rock uh, uh, you know, a little rock thrown at the window noise. Yes. There's a little, uh, there's a Romeo down below. Uh, and he opens up the window and who should it be but Max <gasps> Harden. And then with a car that he has stolen. And they kiss. 
<laughs> so Tony climbs out and he goes down to see uh, Max Harden and Max is like, get in the car. And Tony's like, but you stole it. <laughs> Uh, what a ween. And they get in the car. He, <laughs> he is a real ween. I think, he's, a, he's a good I bye. think Max just has, as a teenager, just probably has a raging boner all the time. And maybe Tony's the oh, one yeah. thing in this world that, like, just dampens his heart on. And is like, finally, <laughs> something. Max heart Relief. <laughs> See, the subtext was there in the name all right? along. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Max and Tony go for a real intimate drive. And Max is like, oh, I'll tell you all the secrets when you're ready. Don't worry. And then he disappears from the car and Tony has to try to steer it. And then the car crashes real hard into a pole, um, which is a metaphor. And Tony (laughs) finds himself outside the car. Uh Uh-huh. So Max pulled out. Yeah, they fucked at super speed. Okay. That's a real fun prank to pull on your friend there. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) It's very bad. Um, the other embarrassing thing is, you know, Tony just pissed himself. Like, oh, absolutely. Wet, wet pants. Just completely wet. It took a fraction of a second for all his bladder to be oh, emptied. Oh, God. No, no. You know, that's a time delay. Like, he looked at the, <laughs> he looked at the cars like, well, there goes my bowels. <laughs> oh, the other thing in this uh, whole situation <clears throat> of the X-Files is there has been a character who I don't think has had a name until this moment after this car incident. It's Chuck. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Chuck? Chuck. Do you know Chuck? No, who's Chuck? Chuck is the uh, enhanced video guy. Oh, that's Chuck. That's Chuck. We have seen him for a couple episodes, and I feel like they've graced him with a name. Like, we're, you're going to stick around. He's got a real Dana Carvey and Master of Disguise vibe. <laughs> I was going to say, he's the slightly, like, nerdy, less hunky version of Skinner. <laughs> that too, that too. Like, Skinner keeps him around for parties. Yeah, just like, oh, this is my body double. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he was Mitch's body devil, and he's like, hey, Chuck, it's time. Time for Chuck. <laughs> yeah, so Chuck Chuck uh, does some the magic on the video, and they find out that the blur is a person and not a ghost. And it's colorful. <gasps> it's so colorful. It's colored like the same colors of the school jacket. The varsity jacket, which can we say the varsity jacket that Chastity wears Mm -hmm. on the back of it, um, a little addendum has been made to the school name where someone has written sucks on a piece of white tape and put it on the back. I love it. And can I just say a badass? (laughs) Hey, my school sucks, but I still have to go here. I have a question, Allison. I want to see if you went through this like I did. Um, did you have mm-hmm. pep rallies? Uh, we didn't have pep rallies really, yeah. but we did. We did get a football team in the last couple of years of high school. Oh wow, gee! Because our our school was a pretty new school. Oh, okay. Um, so we didn't have a, a football team until the last couple of years, and we did eventually get varsity jackets. Ooh, 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 how many kids were in your high school? Do you know? Oh, I don't have a fucking no. clue. We had about two thousand plus. Two, mm. 200 yeah something like that 
And um, I was wondering, I was asking you about the, but the pep rallies. I went to school in the States, so pep rally central. I remember distinctly in grade 10 and 11, just being too cool for school. I didn't want to be at the pep rallies, weren't cheering. There's a lot of eye rolling. But in grade 12, mm. I like bought in. Really? Yeah. There's something about grade 12, though. There's something about it that makes everyone like come together right? and feel like they're part of something. Exactly. And I was wondering if you had that feeling, too. Yeah. In grade 12? For sure. It- I um I tried out for valedictorian. Wow. You- Wait, you had to have tryouts? Yeah, you had to apply. Really? At my school. Wow. And then it was voted on by your class. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not win. <laughs> um that, oh, hold but, on yeah so i that I, sucks <laughs> that valedictorian was a popularity contest and not oh it absolutely just was just grades you had to give you had to give a speech in front of all of your your whole senior class oh no um of like why you were a good choice which i did and i had a lot of jokes in it <laughs> one of which was about how lactose intolerant i am and um <laughs> it was a very scary moment for me oh, uh, <laughs> I love that. That (laughs) self-deprecating humor ran deep. The best part was that afterwards I was um, outside the school somewhere and I ran into this girl that I had been terrified of for years. She was actually the ex-girlfriend of my high school boyfriend that I was (gasps) dating at that point. Drama. Um, She was extremely punk and extremely hot. And she had that thick black eyeliner and the short skirt, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. Um... And she was like, hey, I really liked your speech. <gasps> oh, and then you got your gay wings and flew up into heaven. <laughs> no, it was going to take a little more than that, oh. but it did feel good. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Oh, uh, if I, I it's funny because my grade 12s right now, they're um, they're just terrified all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're just like scared a lot. Uh, there's a lot of... Pr- I was like that. There, I, I think they just have different pressures that you and I had. They're they're scared of, like, mm. you know, impressing their parents, getting into a good university, etc., etc. But I remember, like, grade 12 just be, like, joke, joke, fart, fart, chill, fun time. Oh, I was very scared to leave home. Oh, yeah? That's what I was afraid oh, of in grade 12. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was not easy for me oh, to buddy. do that. <laughs> did you did you have a lot of sleepovers when you were like a kid? Sleepovers like with other kids? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And also in high school I had uh I would have D&D sleepovers there you go. and my parents would happily let boys sleep over including my boyfriend cuz they knew there was nothing to worry about. <laughs> Looking back, <laughs> that, that's looking back. I have some questions. <laughs> I love your parents so much. <laughs> I think I'm gonna need to talk to them about that. <laughs> Please wait to have this conversation with your parents until I'm over, uh, so we can have it together. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, mom and dad, why weren't you worried about me having my boyfriend? sleepover <laughs> do, you, do you is it because you knew i'd see one dick and then be so scared i get a white streak in my hair <laughs> oh honey we see you've rogued <laughs> uh, but did anything happen during those D sleepovers though 
I saw one dick. Ooh. <laughs> accident or on purpose? Uh, accident. Damn. <laughs> that there was a a a, a button. In the pajama pants fly incident. Oh, no. So you just saw that little grub fall right out. I did, and I was on top of it at the time, oh, and I did no. not love it. And then you looked down, and it was there. It was a little piece of Play-Doh. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> just slowly roll away. And then I continued to be ostensibly straight for several years. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call scared straight <laughs> yeah that is exactly what that means all <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, the x-files am i right what a wonderful oh. journey through my past embarrassment i'm so happy that we went through this uh i'm glad this episode of the x-files brought us together oh, yeah fuck. me too okay can I give some teacher advice, please? Please. <sighs> teachers, future teachers, current teachers, past teachers. If you think a kid has cheated on a test, do not fucking call them out in the middle of class in front of everyone. Yeah, it seems bad. That was, it's very bad. Basically, if you think a kid has cheated, you do two things. You either figure out how they cheated... And just say, look, kid, I know what you did. You don't have to lie. You know, it's, it's cool. Uh, or you use my strategy, which I have used multiple times. It's, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I actually lost your test. Like, I lost it. Um, I have this brand new test. And you can take all the time you want. Um, do you mind retaking it in my office in front of me during lunch? It works. It works every time. Okay. It works every time. Well, that's good. That's good advice. Yeah, it's very, very good advice. And the kids are like, uh, okay. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're not smart. <laughs> <laughs> good advice is not what our podcast is known for, but I do appreciate a little bit of it's it now and then. It's very good advice. I've caught so many kids. And what usually happens is they look at the test, they look at me, they look at the test, and then they confess to cheating. <laughs> It's great. Ah, perfect. And usually it's because they hired uh, someone for like 200 bucks to like text them on their new iPhone watch the answers to the to the test. That's usually what has happened. Well, that's a that's a solid cheat. Yeah, man. man. I mean, technological. Better than back in our day when you just had to write it all in your fucking arm. Uh, well, I've seen kids write it on their Starbucks cup. Oh, underneath the little paper. Yeah, exactamundo. Uh, damn, that's fucking brilliant. Except, except I had a kid literally bring in one of those plastic Starbucks cups with water and he put a heaty, like one of the cardboard heat uh, covers on it. <laughs> and I looked down because it was clear plastic and I could see what he has written. What a dumb piece of shit. Uh, Anyway, this teacher dies and the death is pretty good. Oh, wait. Sorry. One more very important way that you can cheat. TI-83 calculator. Oh, dang. Program that bitch. See, here's the thing. I didn't know how to do that. I just had Mario on mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
I uh, I could program mine to do simple like yes or no games. Yeah. Uh, because I went to computer camp. Oh, yeah, that is true. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. And um and so I would sit in uh my my math class basically training my computer to do self insert Harry Potter fan fiction. Oh my god. Um, what? Instead of. <laughs> Math. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Allison, was it second point of view? Um, well, it was like, you know, it was like a choose your own adventure, right? Allison, this is amazing. <laughs> but it was like yes or no answers, right? Yeah, because it had to be, yeah, it basically had to be like a this or this kind of thing. This is genius. This is genius. Well, what can I say? I would do pretty much anything to get out of doing or thinking about math. <laughs> I wish I had a student like you in my class because I would have picked that up and be like, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah, that that was up until grade 11, because in grade 12, I took I went to the first day of math 12. Yeah, I realized that everyone understood what was happening and I didn't. And I dropped the class. Uh, that's exactly what I did, my bro. <laughs> then I took problems and statistics. All right. <laughs> Oh, I didn't have to take any math in no. grade twelve. I took the class no. with all the uh, uh, the gym, the uh, sportsmen's. Grade twelve was my finest, uh, my finest time of gaming the system. <laughs> I had like two free periods, yeah. and then a third that was a directed study. Oh my god! Um, of uh, practicing for this like ballet exam that I had. <laughs> ballet. Exam. So it was just a significant amount of fucking around. <laughs> Hey, it's like we're in grade 12 again because we are fucking around and not talking about the X-Files, but who cares? <laughs> yes, exactly. Here's the thing, though. I have, like, two more notes. Uh, three more notes, really. Number one, Scully yeah. and how much she fucking brings up puberty. A lot. It's just a lot. A lot. Like, She's like, their bodies are changing. <laughs> Ew, it's so ooky. <laughs> Um, also, so what ends up happening is Tony, all these things are, are, are happening. The teacher dies in the cafeteria, sorry, cafeteriatorium. Um, mm -hmm. and so Tony f has to figure out like, well, how, uh, what's happening? How is Max getting these special powers? So Tony goes to this cave and he stands in this light and then turns into, yeah. like, the fast version of Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer? Yeah, he does! <laughs> I just... Just, like, if you if you put it on fast forward. Yes. <laughs> Peter Gabriel's there. He just hits the ten times button and goes real fast. <laughs> he ascends. Oh, my gosh. So and then he has powers. Yeah, and then we go to uh, the the sheriff gets home. Yes, and uh, he's like uh, looking around in his son's room where there is a stained poster. <gasps> oh, not a poster that's stained. A poster for the band Stained. Yes, Allison. That's S T A I N D. Oh, mm. <laughs> did they do? It's been a while. No, it, yeah, it sure did, and I loved that album. Oh, didn't don't didn't you have that CD the other day when I was looking through the CDs in your car? I sure did. It's right in front of all yeah. three of my Creed CDs. <laughs> oh God, why are we friends? <laughs> I was angsty. 
Um, and then his son appears behind him and says, boo, and he has the flashlight, and then he just gives his dad one tap in the tummy. Yeah, he socks him one. Uh-huh. And then uh, who should appear but good boy Tony, and he holds a gun up to Max, yep. and he's like, you're done for. And they get back in the cave. How do they get back in the cave? I missed something. Well, Max, Tony lets Max go, and Max goes to the cave on his own, yeah. and then Chastity finds Tony, and she's like, you shouldn't have done that. He's going to juice up again. <laughs> he can't stop. He's, is this an allegory for, like, steroids? Is this what this is? It, no, it's an allegory for drugs. Ugh. God. Yeah, that's right. Did you miss that? Well, <laughs> I just, I was so distraught over every time an adult talked to a teen, I wanted to just cry. Yeah. Like, Mulder at one point makes Nirvana references, and it's very bad. Oh, it's awful. Ugh. And then every time a teen says anything, too, because at one point, uh, Max says, man, you're whistling Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, what? And that was like, he makes a reference to like, yeah, man, I'm too full of teen spirit. Wink, Nirvana. That's a song that's on the radio right now. And then he says, whistling Dixie. Like, you went from 16 to 80, my dude. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so what happens is the three teens are in the cave. Yes. And uh, Chastity gets a hold of the gun and she freezes. She goes really fast so that time seems like it's frozen and she shoots clean through Max, the bad boy. Yeah. And then she says to Tony, I'm sorry, Tony, I just can't go back. And then she stands in the path of the bullet and she also is shot. Yes. And uh, I was like, well, I don't really see how I thought the uh, the teen girl character was going to make it out of this alive. And here <laughs> I was, correct? I didn't know what I was going to expect, but I did expect this. Yeah, I did expect her to die because it's the X-Files. <laughs> we can't- And she's a woman. No teen left unturned. <laughs> uh, and then Tony is just like real injured and uh, Mulder and Scully are like, we cracked it. And that's the end. And then I think Mulder and or Scully say, oh, t- how's Tony? Oh, he'll recover. Um, really? Will he? Will he? <laughs> Allison, that's how it ended. But how should it have ended? Well, here's how it should have ended, Courtney. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shit the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Um, and it really just like isn't about how it should have ended, but how it should have started and continued. Okay. Which is that instead of having this weird teen love triangle between Chastity and Max and Tony, yeah. it should have been an illicit romance between Tony and Max. Excellent. Continue. Chastity, she's also there. Yeah, she's there. She's the fun gal pal. She's, she's a part of it. Yeah. Um, but it basically what it is is that Max has discovered these newfound powers, which is an allegory for homosexualism. Ah! And, uh... <laughs> Okay, loving it. And he he knows that Tony would benefit from these powers. <gasps> and also he's Max Hardon oh. uh, all the time. So he tries to get, you know, he's trying to get Tony alone, trying to get Tony into this new way of life. Yes. This new drug called being gay. <laughs> um, and Chastity is like, no, not in this small town. You can't. Oh. And then, uh, you whist- and you also his dad's the sheriff. Boy. 
His dad's the sheriff and probably therefore a homophobe. Uh, so he's, he and Tony, basically Tony realizes what's happening. Tony's like, oh no, Max, I gotta take you away from all this. <gasps> oh. And then, uh, but they gotta juice up before they go. So they wind up in the cave and then, uh, I don't know, nobody gets shot and everybody lives and they're gay forever. And then, and then, and then Tony steals a new car and he turns on the fucking radio and it's Huey Lewis, I want a new drug. And they drive away very fast into the sunset to be gay forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's how it works. <laughs> Sorry, I had to shoehorn Huey Lewis in there. No, I I love it. And honestly, that's how I want my life to both end and begin. <laughs> uh, let's rate this fucker. I want a new drug and it's called being gay. Being gay. Let's rate this fucker. Um, I rate on a squeaky scale. One is I'm going to take a nap. Five is I'll never sleep. I'm going to actually give this a two. That scene uh, with the teacher in the cafe gymatorium, holy moly. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. It was. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means this was a great episode, all the way to My Struggle Part 3, which is the worst episode we've watched to date. For sure. And I'm going to give this a seven. Pretty bad. Ooh, pretty bad, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a lot of fun though that I've had with this seven just because I got to relive a little bit of our high school together. Yeah, and that was nice. That was nice. Um <laughs> Allison, we do have to do predictions, but before we do, what if I you and I we steal a car and I uh, turn on the radio, but instead of Huey Lewis, it's a podcast. What podcast would it be? Uh, well, you know what? It would surely be one of the great podcasts on the Major Cast Network. Maybe something like this one. Have you ever wondered what happens in the Silmarillion? What does Jenko Jean stand for? And how many people can you fit inside of one? And what the gosh darn heck are the ice capades? We found out all about that shit, so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm Liam. I'm Eric. And I'm Big Papa. Nope, he's God Tom. Damn it. And we're the hosts of We Are Experts, a show where we speculate wildly about stuff we know nothing about, only to learn what we were wrong about. Doing research, learning things, making our way in the world. And only wasting your time for half of a podcast episode. Oh, welcome to We Are Experts, the world's only short comedy podcast. Every Friday on the Major Cats Network, or wherever you find fine literature. Or podcasts. Hells yeah. That's better than Huey Lewis, but not the news. Let's drive into that sunset. <laughs> so, is it- Can you imagine what? how- s- how smug Huey Lewis must have been when he titled one of his albums Sports. <laughs> I think that was the cocaine, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. He's, he's just doing blow with the rest of the news. And he's like, oh, you know what I love, guys? Sports. And they're like, fuck, Huey, you're a genius. And then Chris Hayes comes in and is like, hey, what up? What are you guys up to? Huey Lewis is like, get the fuck out here, Chris. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, uh, I care a lot about Huey Lewis. <laughs> no, yeah, that's you should. Okay. You should. You're right to. Um, whose turn is, is I think it's your turn to predict, my dude. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. 
what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. It is my turn to predict. Uh, how did I do on this this episode of The X-Files? I don't think you did good, bud. No, I think I said this was going to be like a recreation of Crank. Yeah, that someone would have to go fast or die. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this was not so it. So I think you're still at a half point and I'm at one and a half. Yeah, you are. And the what is the reward again? Do you remember? Mr. Choco Bear. Mr. Choco Bear. I have been dreaming. It's just gotten sunny enough to warrant, like, us actually being excited about summer and all the ice cream we can eat and cold foods. Yeah. Oh, so I'm excited. Okay. Well, this one's a this one's a different one. Okay. Season seven, episode six, the Goldberg variation. The Goldberg variation. Yes. Okay. So it's going to be some sciencey shit. Hills, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think there's a professor. A pro- potentially a nutty one. <laughs> Is it? Uh, are they the nuttiest? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I do think Eddie Murphy has them beat, but uh, I think it's yeah, like a scientist that has discovered some glitch in space time um, that's allowing them to do some wacky stuff, like potentially harass women. Allison, I'm sorry. I I do. Mm, I do want to continue with this prediction, but I am shook. I am shook with this guest appearance. Allison? What? Who? Who is it? Shh. Shiala LaBeouf. What? Yup. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. More like the Stevens variation. I, Allison, I'm shook. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay, so I, I have to redo my whole yeah, prediction Yeah, I think now. you do. I think you definitely, definitely do. <laughs> I think Shia LaBeouf stars as a kid genius. Oh, yes. Uh, And he has discovered, maybe in a science fair, some kind of uh, quirk of the universe that allows him to do uh, some kind of supernatural thing. Okay. So what what do you want? Like half point science fair? Yeah, half a point... Uh, science fair, half a point, kid genius. Kid genius. Okay. Well, those are kind of the same thing. Do you want to do kid genius and like supernatural machine? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. okay. Oh, I am shook. Oh boy. Oh, Allison. (laughs) I can't wait. His name is Richie. (laughs) I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh off of even Stevens, it's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> okay. Um, how can the space cadets get a hold of us if they want to complain about how we didn't talk about the X Files at all this episode? Oh, if you want to send us your LaBeouf, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> you can email us at double X Files Podcast at gmail.com. That's double spelt out D O U B L E. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at double X Files, uh, but not on Tumblr. We're not there. No. The porn's gone. Fuck that. Um, and we'd love for you to rate and review because it uh, makes us happy. Oh boy, does it ever. And there isn't much that make us happy. Mr. Choco Bear makes me happy. Um, mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf makes me happy. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all there Allison, is. Allison, you make me happy. 
Oh, you make me happy. Aww, yeah. Let's drive off. <laughs> Let's drive off into the sunset. Please just put Huey Lewis in the news under this, please. It's just an editor's note. Oh, okay. yeah. You got okay. it. You got it. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major. <laughs>